It was the best of games. It was the worst of years. Game of the year 2020. Press B to cancel. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> nope. See? We, we, almost had we almost had it. We were, You know what? It was quiet. And I'm like, nah. He's, he's finally grown past this joke. It, it's no longer fun. No, he's moved on. And you, you're right there. Son of a bitch. There and go. it's funnier than ever. Today on <laughs> this week, we are going to be talking about all of our personal games of the year for 2020. The entire council is here this week. There is myself, Werewolf, and I'm joined by Polish 109. Craig. What about Craig? Is that what you're going by now? No, I'll go by Polish 109. Hi, how's it going? <laughs> there is Guy Prime of the Retro Therapy. Hello. And what about the- Dave? And the ever bassy sick Jake. Uh, do I have to look this up now? Am I attacked? I feel attacked. No. That's a compliment. You just got that sexy bassy voice. Yeah. You're so bassy, we're going to start calling you Count. You're welcome, jazz community. I made a jazz reference. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? No, right over my head. <laughs> yeah. We count bassy? Nobody? That's fine. Yeah, that sounds vaguely anyway. familiar. Anyway, yes. I'm with Paul on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Sports ball. So uh I, I suppose we should start with should we start with our runner ups first? Well what are we doing first off? Yeah, explain what we're doing. Oh yeah. Well it's it's yeah, we're not we're not talking about game of twenty twenty specifically. We're talking about our game of the year that's new to us this year. So it could be a 2020 release. It could be a 1988 release. Doesn't matter. If it's new to us this year, it qualifies for being in our game of the year for 2020. Nobody else wants to flesh that out anymore? It's <laughs> that was good, I guess? Long story short, we're doing what we did last year. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, and, and actually, just to say, how amazing is it that we now, this is our second game of the year episode. That's pretty awesome. Seriously. Yeah, I, I'm, I'd be more impressed with it if we hadn't been doing the podcast for eight years. But yeah, that's, <laughs> that's great. Well, somebody had, had to break away and do a solo album and then have a rehab <laughs> for a few months. Otherwise, we could start sooner. I don't know if this is the one, but if this is marked as episode 60, this is actually our 64th episode. Oh. Because we 65th. had... 65th. No, we had 64 yeah, marked as tap B. Yeah. And then we stopped doing that. Right. So secretly it's our sixty fourth episode. Let that be a lesson to any future gaming podcasts. They carry on that torch. Stick with the same fucking name. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Don't ouch. try to be cute ouch. and come up with various brandings for the same <laughs> podcast. It's too much this is work. Press speed to cancel underscore. It's not as cute as you think. Yeah. Now we're stuck with it for sixty days. There goes our CO. So who would like to start on this one? I'll do it. I'll do it. All right, I'll, I'll break the ice here with you guys so you guys can know what's going on. My runner-up for 2020 has nothing to do with 2020. My runner-up is something we've already talked about, and I feel guilty because I'm going to talk about it again, but it's Stardew Valley. Oh, my God. Ask me why. Ask me why. Why? Por qué? Why do you like it? Igriegas. The fuck does that mean? <laughs> it means the letter Y. Oh, <laughs> it means okay. it means baggage. That's Iki Pahe. Iki Pahe is never mind. <laughs> I thought that was like Tiki Tiki Tembo. No, no, sorry. Um, so start yeah, start you. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I put this game off for I don't know how long, man. My friend gave it to me, maybe like 2016 or something like that, and I tried it. I started the farm. I realized that. It's like, you know, it's one of those, oh, this is, there's no end to this. There's no way to beat it. And so I never touched it. And then mid-pandemic, I started playing it with friends. And I won't play it solo, first off. I'm just going to say. Uh, my, my game of the year runner-up is Stardew Valley Co-op 
2020 um because of that no it, it's it's just been fun it's it's one of those things where i just wanted to shut my brain off it's kind of like world of warcraft where it's like hmm i want to just fart around i want to lose some time and that's and this like oh next thing you know it's four hours and i just liked it <laughs> no it was just a very soothing game there's a lot more surprises in it than i thought there would be the uh the dialogue was a lot more entertaining. There were more adult themes in there than I expected. I wouldn't yes. call it an adult game, but it's it's kind of like watching uh, Animaniacs and the or The Simpsons as a kid. And one of the jokes you hear, you know, there's a joke, but it flies over your head, but you laugh anyway because it's just the way it's phrased. It's like, okay, cool, I like that. So it was it was just satisfying to see that it was a breath of fresh air in something where I was playing a lot of the same games. Um, so it was just something different, change of pace that I really liked. Also, I love Jody. Sorry, <laughs> sorry to my wife. Can't remember her name again. <laughs> was it Haley? <laughs> not Haley. Not Haley. Uh, was it Haley's uh, sister? Not Robin. Uh, no. Not the blue hair. Was it? She's the the teacher one. Uh, oh, Penny. The teacher one. <laughs> Penny. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Penny. I love you, Penny. So yeah, <laughs> this I've been out of it for a while. Okay, but no, it it for me it, it earns game of the year. I really liked it. It's it's a cheap game and there's a lot to it. Yeah. <laughs> so just to, just to make sure I'm I'm understanding because I'm a little confused here. Your game of the year has a mode that you refuse to play and characters whose names you don't remember. Yeah. All right. Cool. That's, <laughs> that's how much I enjoy this. There's some. It's one of those things where there's something for everyone. You know. Yeah. That's awesome. I and everybody loves that game. Like I, I still haven't played it. Uh but I remember the episode that we recorded over it and it, I don't know, it's it's on my radar. But I love that you love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine for me. It's my game of the year, so god damn it. I well, I thought I thought we were doing uh runner up, yeah. Oh yeah, that was my, yeah, sorry. That was my runner up, god damn it. <laughs> Shut it down. Professional as always. Sorry, sorry, dude. Got a little excited. <laughs> Bring in our B game every time. Yeah, that's yeah. us. Pulse's outbreak brought to you by the uh, testosterone gel that you put under your armpits. <laughs> Good to see that's that's working for you. That's deodorant, GP. By retro. <laughs> <laughs> Trademarked. See now, now it's going to be there for everything. Yeah, now, it. now it's memefied. <laughs> uh, it's it's a good game for sure. I think you're right. I enjoyed what I played of Stardew. I just never got far enough to beat it. I played like halfway through what one would probably consider the story like two or three times. Damn, I'm just getting crickets every time I speak tonight. What is up? No, I think you're cutting off. Thank God it's not just me. You cut out on me too. Oh, okay. Okay. I was saying that uh, I've gone through the story like halfway about three times. That's what I was saying. Okay, yeah. So should we laugh so that yeah. we can just edit this to where? <laughs> <laughs> well, so Stardew is amazing as a game because uh, from like when you're right when it surprises constantly, just the fact that you, you think it's a farming game and then you're going into a cave or a mine and killing monsters. And, you know, you have characters yeah. who are like the, actually she's like the unknown daughter of the wizard in town or something, which is. Again, to say there's a wizard in a game uh, of la, 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 la. No, it's nuts. Yeah, I it's, a, it's a really great yeah. game. I do like it. And it's not like 90210 levels of like teenage drama kind of crap either. It's just entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> so no, so that's my runner-up. It was it was probably if it wasn't for my actual choice, then that one probably would have took it. <laughs> that is the definition of your runner-up. <laughs> Had it not been for first place, this would have been the winner. You're not wrong. I mean, I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm just saying, like, I think that's how you know that you're Jake, what's so your good. rudder up for 2020? <laughs> to be fair, I think 2020 has proven to us that not everybody thinks that way, so. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, let's, let's go ahead and move on to uh, Jake's rudder up. What you got for us? Uh, well, I mean, so for this past year, one of my choices is... Double Dragon for the second Master Sister. <laughs> Look, it's a good game, <laughs> but not this year. Yeah. No, it it is a good game. I'm just saying. But I have a, 
one is a modern game, one is a retro game. So my runner-up is a retro game. And like I, I picked up the Mister this year, but there's one thing part of that Mister I don't I like I kind of miss from just doing desktop emulation, and that was retro achievements. Right, I was never huge into retro achievements. I I kind of pick the games I want to do carefully, like Cookie Clicker, which is a homebrew classic, and Ten Thousand Presses. That badge was mine, but I missed <laughs> Chivos. Right, so the one game that I'm actually good at is Tetris. I love Tetris and. Going back to a kid, I loved having that original Game Boy. And I only really had Tetris for the first year. And I loved the hell out of that game. So there's achievement set for it. And I got almost all of them. I only have one Chivo left in mode A, which is like the one where it's just the speed lines. I need to get 200,000 points. It's not, it shouldn't be as hard as it is. I'm close. I know I can do it. But I've been in the mode of, I know I can do it. For nine months this year, playing Tetris. I was going to say, I'm having deja vu all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, anyway, I love Tetris. And chasing the Chivos this year on my little retro handheld I picked up is amazing. And that's my runner-up. I, I, there's a few games this year I put more hours into than Game Boy Tetris from 1988. <laughs> all right. So um, I need to, before I have an aneurysm, I need to mention this. Uh, years and years and years ago, back when I was a kid and... and couldn't discuss certain things um you know you speak in code anyway tetris 2015 okay tetris yeah tetris was code for jerking it uh <laughs> what? so if you go back and listen to this entire conversation <laughs> this is the greatest conversation we've ever recorded yeah me and a whole group of people like that was that was the whole thing was code for jerking it was just tetris <laughs> wow and uh you know, I, I, you know, sick Jake. I know you're in that mode of I can do this, and you know you're getting close. Uh, just stick with it, buddy. I think I think you're gonna get that. You're gonna be the, great. The amount of people who use Tetris to like work through grief, you have just destroyed that for them. Or I have given them an outlet to be able to move on from that grief into the masturbatory phase, which I believe is one of the five stages. To be fair, I, I was one of those people who used Tetris for that, so. <laughs> I no, honestly, um, I haven't used it for grief, and I'm not talking in code. I'm talking the actual NES game. Uh, whenever I'm like stressed and I need to take my mind off of what's stressing me, I will play Tetris, and uh, it, it's it's very it's very soothing, and I do enjoy Tetris. But I just I had to let you know about that, you know, <laughs> code from from 1995. And my runner-up nice. choice this, this is year one. is Double Dragon for the Sega Master System. <laughs> <laughs> two, two years running. <laughs> Speed running at that. Damn. No, Brazil claimed that. <laughs> <laughs> They're so fucking good at it. J Jake saw them playing it and saw their numbers. He's like, nope. It's brutal. He takes out the exploding kittens card, just slams it on the table. <laughs> nope. I wanted to get one of those laminated just for that, but I'm like, I'm not buying the deck for a single card. I love you so much, Pulch. <laughs> Thank you. Tetris later? Oh. <laughs> Tetris later? No. <laughs> link cable don't play co-op please don't play co-op <laughs> I think it's versus I'm sorry but in that context I think two player Tetris defeats the purpose of Tetris right then it becomes something else I don't know <laughs> it's a whole new challenge I'd say that a whole new challenge <laughs> <laughs> this one is getting that little explicit tag that's for sure I got yeah. We we can cut out that entire section. Oh I'm no no, sorry. we're keeping it. We're keeping it. <laughs> oh, that's Dan. <laughs> I was just about to say, I, Dave's not here from Tadpog, but I feel like we've we've claimed his essence right now. So, <laughs> Dave, if you're listening, thank you. Oh, hmm. who's next? I get. <laughs> All right, GP. Yeah, I'm exhausted too. All right, so I going into this, I know I had talked to Werewolf um, earlier today. Like, I have a feeling. My winner is going to be the same as everybody's. Obviously, we're just doing runners-up. Uh, and this is a pretty safe one. I think I'll probably get some groans from people for it. But I have had so much fun just wasting time doing this the last couple of months. Uh, and it's Among Us. No, it's not. 
<laughs> I have played this game till my hands are raw. No, it's uh, it's it's Among Us. I mean, if you're playing on a Genesis, that that D pad will wear your thumb out pretty quick. Oh my god! But um, no, uh, Among Us, from what I understand, Among Us has been around for a minute. But I just got to the game a couple of months ago, and it's something where like I usually get one or two rounds of it in a a day. And you know, I haven't streamed it, but we've done Discord hookups where. You know, we all get together and play it, and it's just, it, it, it's so much fun, and I am of the ilk that loves board games that involve, like, a traitor or some sort of yeah. mysterious yeah. function. So when I, I heard about Among Us, I'm like, okay, it's the newest fad. I'm not going to pay too much attention to it, because these things, you know, come and go. And uh, then it stuck around, and then my my wife and daughter started telling me about it, because they had played it together. <laughs> and we were on vacation, so we're all in this hotel, and we're just playing <laughs> Among Us on all four of our, you know, well, my, my son's five years old. He has no idea what's going on, but he's just cracking up, and we're having a good time. But anyway, <laughs> I, I love Among Us. I think people who play Among Us play it wrong, but I think that's part of the beauty of the game. It's You have people who actually have, like, strats that they try to use and, and different methods to employ with psychology, and then I go in, and really it's just whether or not Excuse me, I've been drinking. Um, but anyway, I just, <laughs> Among Us, I think, yeah. Had it not been for my number one pick, I think Among Us would have probably been that game. Isn't that the definition of a runner-up? We've gone full Thank circle. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I, I, but yeah, I, I know Among Us, there's a lot of people out there streaming it, a lot of people playing it. I think it is absolutely charming and fun. There's wonderful character development. Um, you know, there's Cyan. Um <laughs> The deep orange lore. <laughs> yeah, red with the backstories, um, you know. Uh, but anyway, it, it's impacted the, the pop culture, you know, vernacular with sus and various things. Um, I've told my kids they don't have chores anymore. They have tasks, and they seem to like doing that more. I know it's silly, but they do. And if I ever, That's you know, genius. if I ever want to get my, my daughter's attention, if she's not listening, I'm like, yo, sissy's acting sus. And she'll look at me. I'm like, okay, now you're listening. And it's, I don't know, it's it's fun, it's charming, it's silly. Um, and, of course, being the imposter is, it, you know, if you're playing with a group, of course you shouldn't do it in the same room because, you know, people can figure it out more easily. But it's hard to, like, not let that smile, that devious smile, crawl across your face like the Grinch when you see the word imposter show up on your screen. But it's it's fun. I love it. It's It's not a, I mean, it can be a thinking game or it cannot be however you want to run it, and I love the fuck out of it. So if you haven't played it, play it now. Hit me up. We'll get a room. It'll be great. Yeah, and always watch Sick Jake because, yeah, he was the first person to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't that game where you were just walking around for five minutes not doing anything? Like, I, I you know, the opportunity presented itself. You can do that. <laughs> That's an option. That's true. Maybe you just want to play the sacrificial game, you know, and it's just like, oh, we're going to vote. And kick out the guy that's right. Looks like, no, I'm going to help with the... Uh... <laughs> also, I'm not a very trolly person, um, IRL, but on Among Us, I've started doing that. Not in, like, a hateful way, but somebody will show up, you know, with their name of, like, Not Sus. I'm like, oh, shit, hey, Not Sus. And they're like, oh, hey, do I know you? I'm like, oh, yeah, it's me from uh, a couple weeks ago in room, you know, QXP FBS. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, oh, yeah, hey, what's that? And I'd just like to see how long people go with it. So, uh, anyway, there are multiple levels of entertainment for the game, and I will shut up about it so you guys can I've, talk about it. I've now. seen you do that a few times. I always think that's pretty funny. Especially when they're like, uh, yeah, of course, they like they start rolling with it. Right, they're nice. They're just like, I don't know if they're just rolling with it to be nice or if they're like, this guy's crazy, I don't want to upset him. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are there's a large number of people who just openly admit to playing the game high. They're like, I'm I'm fucking stoned, dude. I don't remember you. And I'm like, oh, it's, yeah. it's cool, man. Wow. Should you be playing this game right now? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, yeah, whatever. I'm I'm at court, so yeah. Maybe the guilty is the ultimate tactic in Among Us. <laughs> right. So yeah, you can lie, you can be honest, you can argue, you can troll, you can just play it straight. You can run around for five minutes. It's a game I would love to play more. I've only played it a few times so far. Uh, the wife really wants to try it too, but uh, I feel like if we were to make it a family affair, we would obviously have to include the kiddo, 
and he cannot keep a secret for <laughs> anything. Yeah. Today in class, the his class's assignment was to draw pictures of a living creature, but not tell anybody so that they could sort of bring it up, the drawing, and let the class guess what it is. And he's talking to his teacher and says something about the puppy he's drawing while they're all drawing. And she's like, no, 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 don't tell us. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, this is why we can't play Among Us. <laughs> <laughs> I think like the brutal honesty in that game is hilarious because then people are going to think that, oh, this guy's finally lying, you know? So <laughs> if you did that, it, it, I think that would make for really entertaining play, to be <laughs> honest, because the game itself is simple, you know? every like five, For anybody who doesn't know, you basically have a handful of people have to do around Chore, uh, not chores, but tasks. Like right, GP. Yeah. And uh, there's an imposter going around killing them, and you have to basically sneak by. Think of like the thing from the 80s. Yeah. You know, you just try to take the place of the people and not get caught. And it's just entertaining because the tasks are simple. It's just click this, click that, drag this, drag that. Nothing is, you know, anyone can do it. It's very simple. Your grandmother on a tablet can do it. And then the real actual game is interacting with other people. And, and so that's that's the best part of it because it's, in essence, it's almost a PvP game like that, and but with, with mini-games. So it's, it's just win as far as I'm concerned. And it, it's so funny to hear how frustrated and mad people get. Like, if you accuse somebody like Orange is Sus, they're like, oh, you shut the fuck up. There's no way. How dare you? How fucking dare you? <laughs> and I'm like, bro, this is the game. Like... Grow some skin. Some people take it so seriously. It just, you can't help but laugh. The ones that are diehards. Yeah, and, and that's the whole point, right? Like, it's... I don't understand the people who get angry at being suspected and all that. It's like, the game will be over in 10 minutes and it'll be a new round. But th- that's the other thing is, like, I've again, I'm not a very, like, trolly person, but I, I do sometimes, uh, forgive me, like to make people rage quit. <laughs> yeah, so be an asshole. <laughs> Morrigan from Puzzle Fighter. It's not whether I win or lose, just so long as I piss you off. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically me in PvP matches in an MMO. I'm like, oh. Someone starts insulting the teammates, and I'm just like... So all of a sudden, I'm a keyboard warrior, and I'm a very terrible DPS. Just saying. Well, And I do have to give a shout-out to uh, uh, some friends of mine, Sinistar77 and Sinistris77. Uh, they gifted me the game as a way of, of getting me in because they had talked about it for a while, and I kept saying, "Yeah, maybe I don't know." And then, you know, watching my my wife and daughter play, and then of course, uh, Sinistar being like, "Well, here you go." Uh, it was a, a very kind act of gest- uh, a very kind gesture of kindness, and uh, <laughs> it was much appreciated. Changed my life. Seneca is actually the one who gave me mine. Seneca Gaming. Oh, he's cool too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Candlejack actually gave me mine. So I mean, this is the gift that keeps on giving. Well, I uh, well, I guess fuck you all. I had to pay for my coffee. <laughs> okay, well, I I will gift you a coffee then. I go so away to can... Vegas for two weeks, and this is what happens. <laughs> Look, man, that's it. You guys aren't invited to my Tupperware party. <laughs> I was about to say I don't like supporting Tupperware that much. You can. Aff- <laughs> You're a solid product. Okay, I'll give you that, but. And microwave will save. Sometimes you just overpriced. Pop rack dishwasher only, though. <laughs> Definitely keep the red sauces out of there. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that's my 20 minutes on Among Us. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's let's move on to, to my runner-up. I, I was Werewolf, what's your runner-up for 2020? You know what? I was mulling it over until after we started, honestly, for my runner-up. I had my goatee chosen three days ago, but uh, my runner-up, I decided a little bit ago, it's Streets of Rogue. Yeah, you've played that a lot this year. I have. and I have too, because I've been playing with him. <laughs> yeah, so I, I played with Palsh, I played with my buddy Rob, and I played with Drake a lot. And, and, like Between all three of them, I played a lot. And this is a game I also just kind of played by myself, and I also played it with my brother. Like I, This is a game that just recurred. If I didn't know what to play... Streets of Rogue was always an option and never disappointed. 
Now, is that considered a roguelike or a roguelite or any of that other stuff that we talked about? It's a roguelite, okay. but uh, it it rubs some interesting funk on the ideas, and it also absolutely doesn't take itself seriously anywhere. So the game is just a never-ending stream of stupid gags. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I need to play this one it's, more. It's very much one of those oh shit moment games. Like, did you see that? Oh, this guy just blew up that. Or it was oh, yeah. just so simple there are and moments fun. moments where just out of nowhere, the building around you will erupt in explosions because of one little thing that one NPC did and another NPC didn't like. And now you just have to try and hopefully survive for the next eight seconds while you escape the mess that's ensuing. And if you do, you're just so happy. I got to say, when I first played it, I, I was a little disappointed because Streets of Rogue. I'm like, cool, Streets of Rage, yeah. And it's not a beat-em-up. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, what the hell is going on? And I got really confused. But, I mean, every character that you play has different abilities. So every character you play is a different game in the same setting. So it's really cool because... If you beat the game once as a doctor, then playing it as a vampire, it's a whole different ball game. It's kind of like real life. Yeah, your your methods of survival right? change from character to character. Uh, your methods of actually taking people down very wildly from, you know, some is literally run up to people and beat them up. Some is you physically cannot do that, and you have to find other more creative means to do it. So it's it, wow. it. There's definitely a lot of variation, even more so with the DLC pack of characters. There's like six characters added down the line, and those change things up even further. Where you end up like one of the classes is a courier, so you're running around basically doing Amazon deliveries in the midst of causing mayhem and killing people. <laughs> I love everything you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's not a lot of games where you can basically be an Amazon delivery guy, a cop, an alien, and a mech pilot in the same game. <laughs> you actually get a mech? <laughs> yeah, it's it's not massive, but it it works like you would expect a mech to work. <laughs> it's effective. I, I can't think I don't think I've ever thought to myself, how would a mech work in a roguelike? <laughs> Well, oh man, you'd be surprised. It's it's powerful as hell. He's gotten us out of some crazy punches. Yeah, it has lasers. You can't take it into buildings, stuff like that. <laughs> this game is deep. Yeah, I'm kind of taken by surprise. I thought you would have said a uh, human fall flat or uh, Resident Evil 19 co-op. No, I got <laughs> I got into human fall flat like two years ago when it was still early access, so I can't really claim that one. I mean, it has its moments where I come back to it and I want to play it more, but that's it's nowhere near my game of the year at this point. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying that because we played it once and it yeah. was fun. It was fun. <laughs> it's definitely one of those games where as long as you, you're playing with people that don't get upset, Human Fall Flat is a fun one to just play, screw with your friends, and still try to accomplish goals. <laughs> so Among Us, basically. Gotcha. Right, yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say college, but that's fine. <laughs> So yeah, Streets of Rogue, that's that's my runner-up for the year. Shall I go ahead and lead in with the uh, my game of the year? Before you do, I'd like to go ahead and stop for a commercial break. Okay, cool. Now we can edit something in there. Also, <laughs> Werewolf, tremendous GG to you on uh, all the AC Slayers for the, the Street Fighter <laughs> Mortal Kombat. I, ever since you sent us that for the approval, I'm like, well, we have to make mention of this. On stream or on on recording because it was just so good. I, I want to admit that I was not initially going to do that. I was initially going to try and flesh out the whole Mortal Kombat college years idea mm -hmm. and just make that the thumb. And the whole time, like I was loving the idea, but I was sad that it wasn't going to represent Street Fighter versus Mortal Kombat. And then I was talking to Paul the other day while making the thumbnail, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, the picture I had to crop out." What's it, Mark Paul Gosler? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, well, he's blonde. Yeah, devil. I'll just make his outfit red and he's Ken. And then I will just use Mario <laughs> Lopez an eighth time. <laughs> an eighth time. 
That's exactly what Midway said to themselves. We need more characters. We'll just use Sub-Zero for an eighth time. Yeah, that's... No, don't worry. We'll change the color palette. It'll be great. Nobody will know. We'll call him Rain or some shit. It'll be, it'll be Kids will yeah. love it. I do like Sub-Zero Lopez, though. That's, that's going to go on t Sub-Zero Lopez. Yeah. Uh yeah, that made me cry almost. All right, sorry. I had to mention it. Show some love. Thank you. Thank you very so, yes, much. Game of the year. The all right. We've so all my been game of the for. year. Now, if if GP is correct, this is what three or four of us have chosen. <laughs> and for me, it's definitely got to be the messenger. Good choice. This is That's a cool. Game. I got something different. Yes. Okay. Keep going. Because <laughs> I love this game. So I. I I absolutely loved this game. I played through it probably seven or eight times between Switch and PC this year. <clears throat> wow. And I just, I had so much fun with it. It was pretty wild. I, I, I know we did an, Jake and I did an, a whole episode on this where we just gushed about the game for like an hour and eight days, but <laughs> it, it was just so good. I really enjoyed it musically. It was perfect the sound design in general was just great the the gameplay mechanics and feel the the controls were super tight everything just nailed it in this game and then when of course when you add in the dlc that's def it definitely gets a little more hit and miss with people but uh like i loved even the dlc just the whole thing solid top notch for me yeah i bounced off the dlc but the game itself you're right is so fantastic and like in terms of we were saying surprising in a game like those take shoes by surprise messenger when it starts you know like classic ninja gaiden from the nes and it does that twist halfway through and just mind is blown and where they take the story and stuff it like full of humor funny as hell but the oh huh that's how they're doing it and it's really fascinating and such a great game i can't wait to see what they do next as a studio. Studio. They have an RPG in the works right now, a JRPG-style game. Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but there's a Sun and Stars or something like that. Yeah. But it's it's based around characters that they sort of allude to in a shrine in the Messenger. Hmm. So they're sort of fleshing out the Messenger's world in further games that they produce. So JRPG, for anybody who's listening, is a jalapeno rocket-propelled grenade. <laughs> and it's a, it's a fan favorite, especially it, as of late. It's, so. it's a bad time if you had it in Mexican food. <laughs> <laughs> this episode now brought to you by X-Brand Bidets. And Chimichangas. <laughs> Together at last. I'll hail the Chimichanga. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I definitely appreciate how deep they went with the story and actually made it feel meaningful despite the game not being serious for most of it. And then even more kudos to them wanting to flesh out the world that they created with further games that don't necessarily have much to do with the messenger, but still sort of just expand on the the greater messenger universe, I guess. And I know the whole shared universe thing. Some people get sick of it. Uh, I understand that. But it's an indie studio. It's literally the second game they're making, I think. Yeah, you're right. And like that's a that's a lot to take on for a second game is to I, I think the game is supposed to play like Chrono Trigger, but to take a first game's lore and build a second game that has nothing to do with the first game around ideas from the first game. Yeah. That's quite an undertaking and I appreciate that they're doing that. I think Among Us is doing that also, where they're like, you know, <laughs> Among Us Origins Cyan. GP is sus tonight. <laughs> Are they paying I'm sorry, you? man. I'm just... This episode brought to you by Among Us? <laughs> no. <laughs> I just thought it'd be funny to mention how silly that would be if they had like an origin story for Cyan. <laughs> As you were. Sorry. I, I always thought it was Cyan. So, yeah. Game Genie. Game Genie. I thought it was Cyanger. <laughs> Jake, what's your uh, pick of game of the year? Sounds <laughs> like, no, you nailed it, though. Like, you got a full Tetris on that one, so that's good. Yeah, you really T-spin that one. 
Oh, we're all losing the jokes this night. <laughs> no, I think it's become a competition. Like it doesn't matter who, how funny the jokes are. I'm muting myself so that nobody feels like they've won. <laughs> who can get the worst, most awkward silence? <laughs> yes. And as as uh, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. And Paul gets the final say because when he's in the editing process, he can just drop crickets in on some of them. Like this was the one I hated most. We're gonna put crickets here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm already looking for cricket sound effects. To <laughs> but Jake, please go. All right. Uh, okay. So for me, this is also theme of surprises. Never would have expected that this would be my game of the year. So yeah, my game is was pretty surprising this year. Uh, I picked it off or picked it up, almost just kind of like, well, I'm bored. It's twenty bucks. You know why not? I'll give it a shot. And that was Hades. And I never Ooh. would have dreamed that after spending 20 bucks and for a game that I thought I would play for maybe maybe two, three hours, I would dump like 70 hours into. I've played the hell out Damn. of Hades. Like, I put oh. a lot of time into it. And it's a... I see what you did there. That's a but, great catchphrase, dude, for real. Like, I hope whoever developed Hades hears this because they, they need to market it that way. That was cool. Well, I just think it's such a fantastic roguelike Okay, I'll keep going. <laughs> That's another episode that we got to hear Jake gush on for a while. No, <laughs> hold on, hold on. No, so it's made by Super Giant Games, and I hope if they have not, people have not played Hades, that they've played their earlier games, Bastion and Transistor. Even if you don't like those kinds of games, the music alone uh, for all their stuff is fantastic, and Hades is no exception. It's just the the whole. We did do a whole episode about it, so I won't talk too much about it, but just to say. The Greek god drama, as if they were, you know, dysfunctional family, to just such epic music, combat that feels incredibly tight and within your hands, but like really well controlled, uh, and just like two hundred thousand voiced lines of dialogue. This is an indie game for twenty bucks. Um, it, just amazing. I hope. I hope they do DLC. How much does that work out to a word or a line? Oh, I, like I can't imagine. Zero point zero ten cents, <laughs> zero point <laughs> like a tenth or a hundredth of a cent per line. So the it's funny because the produ- the director or the the sound guy, the the what do you call it, composer, he voiced I think three of the characters in the game. <laughs> so I, I'm sorry, I I want I want to be impressed by that, but I'm currently voicing every character in the Final Fantasy universe. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. My game of the year is GP. Oh shit! <laughs> is it because you've played me hard? <laughs> Not as good There's as the a Tetris system. reference in here somewhere. Is that a callback to Tetris? <laughs> it's a turn-based system. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder Jake has no patience for it. I'm done. GP, what's your game of the year? Hold on, hold on. I wanted to mention, like, you listed off some super giant games. Nobody ever mentions Pyre. Well. That, that poor game. I know. You know why? It's like a sports simulation game or something. I always forget about it too, though, honestly. Like, I just know that there's that other game they made. Kind of, <laughs> I had to look at I had to check my mind palace for what it was called. Look, I mean, even Bethesda has Fallout 76, so. Yeah, but everybody remembers what that one's called. That's a, like, but that's like that. That's a testament to the Pyre wasn't necessarily a bad game. It was just kind of, it didn't make a mark. Like, if it's a bad game, everybody knows it's a bad game. Period. Like, I did listen to the music from it because when I was researching for our Hades episode, so I listened to the soundtrack. When I looked at the game, though, I'm like, eh, no interest. But the other three, those are games. All right, GP, you want to give us yours? Uh, yeah, I certainly do. Uh, now, before I tell you what actually won it for me, I will tell you what I thought everybody was going to pick when I thought it was just game of the year. I guess I didn't really think it through as, like, the game that we've played that we liked, you could, which obviously that's what it was because that's what we did last year. But you know that line in Zoolander where uh, Hansel is like, oh, you know, I, I love Bono. I don't really listen to his music, but I think it's great that he's making it. It's kind of that for, for my entry, and that is... Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake came out, I believe it was April of 2020, and it is so, you know, incredibly anticipated over the past 23 years since it came out on the PlayStation 1. Basically, they've been talking about doing it, or there have been rumors about it since day one of the PlayStation 2. You know what I mean? 
Because that came out, and everybody's like, oh, man, they need to redo it with better graphics. And then here we are, 23 fucking years later. <laughs> and, um, you know, they finally released the first episode, which kind of sucks. But uh, It's still not I, done. Yeah. I haven't played it, and I probably won't until it comes out as a whole. Uh, probably 2027, 2030, I would imagine. <laughs> um, I'll buy a PlayStation 7 just for the collection. But, uh, no, it, it is one of those things where... You know, if they were to come out and release the entire thing on PS5, I have no desire to buy a PS5, but I will do it for this one game. And I I normally would feel embarrassed and ashamed to say that kind of thing, because that's just not who I am. <laughs> but I will I will do it for Final Fantasy VII. I love the original when I uh, first played it back in, you know, 97. I was 13 years old. And the little bits that I've watched on other people's streams has been amazing and I find myself just peeking in to be like I just want to see it for a second and then I have to like tear myself away because it's it's just going to be great but I am notoriously bad with episodic things that have cliffhangers or whatever so I can't do it but uh, I think that would be the game of the year but again I haven't played it so <laughs> I talked too much about it already my actual vote for game of the year um, for anybody who's Fuck! been by the retro are you okay <laughs> Your timing is bad. Your timing is so bad. <laughs> what the hell did I miss? <laughs> Some back channel nonsense. I'll, I'll let you reveal yours and then I'll tell you what was supposed to happen. Are you okay, Paul? <laughs> okay. Stubbed his toe. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> Heart attack. Werewolf, what have you done to me? By retro. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, my uh, for anybody who's been by the retro therapy... Uh, over the past, like, six months, I've been doing a Final Fantasy 1 through 7 marathon. I grew up playing 4, 6, and 7, loved those, but I hadn't played the others. I knew a bit about 1 because I'd watched some of it growing up. I knew everybody hated 2, and I knew 5 was okay, but I knew nothing about 3. And having played through it, we played through the DS version on stream, but I've since gone back and played through the NES version. I cannot get enough Final Fantasy 3. And for the NES um, entries from the series, it is just, it towers above the other two in every category. And I, I, I don't know. I mean, it, yes, I wasn't crazy about the Precious Moments design of the characters for the GBA remake. But yeah, for me, Game of the Year. Best thing I've played all year that I previously had no idea about, Final Fantasy III. If you haven't played it, find it, play it. It's awesome. All right, quick aside. Fuck. What was supposed to happen there was I told Pauls <laughs> to yell, Fuck. When you revealed yours, like, it was the one he picked, too. I guess I didn't convey that well enough to Polsh, and this is what we wound up with. Which is probably, arguably, a hundred times better than what I was trying to do, so it's fine. Brand. Well, you, you got my heart rate up. I'll say that. I thought something something was wrong, and... I fell down the stairs, okay? Shut up. Oh. Sorry. Stair awareness, oh. 2021. We are, we are, yeah, between that and the underscore joke earlier, we're just hitting all <laughs> so of my sorry. biggest fails <laughs> this year. Did you notice in the audiogram for the Final Fantasy episode what I did to your name? No. I put an underscore. Well, I put a hyphen because there's no underscore. <laughs> I I think this is a great time for me to announce my retirement. Um, <laughs> so sorry. From, from life. Uh what I'm going to do, I'm going to go and just all record one of all the words in the dictionary, and you guys can have AI put something together with my... <laughs> It'd be great. Nobody will notice. EP is a vocaloid. That's what those are called. <laughs> have you seen some J-pop? Oh, man. If only if only I could be a, a J-pop artist or a, a K-drama star, I would, I'd be set. Arthur, if you're listening, you're fantastic at the throw, throwback retro music. How are you with J-pop? <laughs> Can you do something with GP here? Let's, what, how have I not started a, a recording album or like a recording label just called Underscore Productions? <laughs> one of your shell companies? <laughs> one of the shell companies. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Write that down in the lore. We'll bring that up later. It'd be great. Okay. So, yeah, those are my picks. Thank you. Awesome. Now, I, as, as, a, as another aside, you were, you were gushing about Final Fantasy VII Remake for so long. I, I do want to mention, I know we've neglected it this year. I, we do intend to have an episode for Final Fantasy VII Remake. I just haven't managed to actually finish the game yet. That's right. You bought it. I didn't. 
my brother did, I have access to it. Okay. But I I just haven't worked up the the nerve to keep playing it. And I guess I'll get back to more of that when it comes to actually recording the episode, but it's coming this year at some point. 2021, it's going to happen. Long story short, Werewolf doesn't think 7 remake is game of the year. <laughs> There you go. I just honestly, when, when I thought it was just going to be what's the overall game of the year, I think that's undeniable. I mean, not just given how important the, the title is in the history of video games, uh, you know, it was so anticipated. And then, you know, I, I don't know. I just, to me, I think in the, in the world, in the big picture of video games, I think 7 has to be game of the year. See, Final Fantasy VII Remake and Blue Stinger really were given Streets of Rogue a run for its money, but... It just Streets of Rogue edged them out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and honestly, I'm surprised we didn't hear anything about Yakuza or Yakuza. That would I, more serious note. I I had been considering Yakuza Kiwami, and obviously Blue Stinger was not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I always get those words uh, Yakuza and Jacuzzi mixed up, and now I'm in hot water with the mob. <laughs> oh. See, there's there. That's a great place for crickets. <laughs> I think the groan is better. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm done talking. I'm gonna let everybody else finish their thing. I never really got into that that entry of Final Fantasy. I just I couldn't do it. I don't know. I think, yeah. I think the longer I take to go back to older Final Fantasies, the harder it gets. Well, it's not it's not helping with Final Fantasy VII remake either. So <laughs> to be to be fair, I've played through the original Final Fantasy VII twice, and I've made dozens of other attempts to get out of Midgar, to no success because I just get tired of the game. Seven does have because uh, that's actually currently what I'm playing on stream is the end of that one through seven marathon. You know, with seven, uh, and at the beginning, like on on day one, I remember just saying. My biggest complaint about the game is there are so many long-winded parts that you can't just kind of skip through, you know? There's so much lore, there's so much backstory, and it's all told beautifully, but once you've played it once or twice, you're like, oh, fuck, I gotta do this part again. And that's, to me, the biggest weakness of Seven. That's, like, the weakness of Seven for me, is, like, the whole game is basically, oh, fuck, I gotta do this part again. Yeah, see... <laughs> <laughs> three, three doesn't have that. Like three is this interesting balance of story development, job class, and really like precious com moments, compelling, co yeah, co compelling <laughs> characters. Uh, you know, interesting. You know, world maps. There are multiple world maps. I don't know. There's just things that they they introduced to the Final Fantasy that later on became staples in the series. And yes, it's it's kind of the you know the first time they try it. So there's it's not perfect, but to me it was. It was so cool to be able to, to play it and be like, this is the first time Final Fantasy did this. They've since, you know, gone on to perfect it, but it's cool to know where the magic began. Yeah, I, I just, I can't recommend it enough. Of the entire playthrough that we've done of 1 through 7, 3 to me was kind of like, that was the game where every time I had to, you know, raid or like quit streaming for the day, I was bummed and I'm like, I can't wait to come back and do this again. Uh, and it was for the game as opposed to just being a part of a stream, which I love. Three is the one that introduced the job systems completely, right? Uh, well, yes. The, the way we know it now, you could make the argument that the first one did, you know, because you could pick your jobs there. That's It's not the same, though, because it, it wasn't really changing jobs, like building on the same character with a new job class and more skills and stuff like that. Right. And, and so, yes, in that way, you're right. And there's things that you can purchase and, and weapons and item shops and armor shops that are specific to careers or jobs or whatever. And, and then to me, I, I mentioned this when we were doing the the review episode of my, my marathon, but there's an element in the story where they're talking about trying to prevent the the world of darkness from overtaking the world of light, which is the one we, we exist in. And you have the four warriors of light, which again is a recurring theme in Final Fantasy. But then they talk about the dark warriors and how the world of dark is not necessarily dark as an evil, as it's typically perceived as an archetype. Oh my God, that's the smartest thing I'm ever going to say. But it's just this, this, you know, this counterside. Instead of being evil, it's just this other thing that exists and must exist. And you have to find the balance between the light and the dark. And it was just for for what it was. 
it was great. And then I went back and played it on the NES, and that's when I really thought it was truly something special. The Game Boy Advance is nothing you haven't seen before. It's just got some good plot details. But to go back and see it fleshed out and, and all of its 8-bit glory was really special. So if you're going to try it, try it on the NES. If you can't stomach the graphics, try it on the GBA. But just know it's better on the NES. And I will die on that hill. <laughs> I, I think I have it on Steam and just haven't done it yet. I recommend it. Uh, obviously, it's my goatee. So. Yeah. And the music is great, obviously. But we don't got to talk about that because it's, I mean, it's Final Fantasy. It's going to be great. I'll have to give it a fair shake at some point. I, I I say that about so many games at this point. It's ridiculous. I I just don't have <laughs> the time in the world to yeah. go and give all these games I want to give a fair shake a fair shake. Like <laughs> some of them just need a poke, and it's like, nah, I'm good. Well, and, and I think there's probably a lot of people out there who are like that. You know, who who are fans of of the the Final Fantasy franchise, but they came in with like seven or nine, and they don't have the interest to go back. But just know that somebody out there thinks it's not complete shit is is enough to help them sleep at night. So there we are. I do want to go back and and just let fans of Final Fantasy VII know that I don't think you're bad for liking Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> like, I know I shit on that game a lot, and that's just because disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, like I don't want you guys to feel bad because I don't I don't dislike people for liking Final Fantasy VII. That's just stupid to me. I get why people love it. It just I got sick of it because all my friends loved it. <laughs> That's kind of where I am. Yeah, like I don't. I make fun of Jake all the time for like in Warframe, but I mean, I'll still play it with him if he ever gets around to it. So, <laughs> I'll probably <of> that backlog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Warframe's your goatee, is what you're telling us, Paul? <laughs> no, <laughs> but I'm glad you asked. God damn it, GP, you got me saying that now. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I I didn't. I forgot all about Warframe. If we did this three, four months ago, Warframe might have been it, actually. But I, I really fell off it hard after the last update. Well, yeah, I know you got the Hades uh, Tetris attack going. Well, then I also have Yakuva, Yak, Yakuva, Yakuvic 7, <laughs> you know, Legend of the Polka. The Russian, the Russian Mafia game. How's your wrist between Tetris and, uh, yeah, what was it, Yakuva? Yeah. Well, the important thing is <laughs> in the game of Tetris is a T-spin with both hands. Wow, see that's some next level wow playability stuff. I I haven't I don't even know if I have a technique anymore for Tetris. Do you have to like go to yoga for that or something? I mean, well, I was in Cirque. I don't. It's true. That's true. Fair point. Well, anyway, I was never more interested in playing the Big Twenty than I was this year because I saw Tetris on there, and I'm like, this is going to be a mess. <laughs> so many people complained about that. <laughs> so many. I'm like, why? It's easy. Hundred lines. Not Kirby. What's wrong with you people? Mm. <laughs> just to show Jake's priorities there. That's I like it. Mm. Is it my turn now? Yeah. Yes. Oh. Crap. Uh Star Duke. No. Fuck. <laughs> uh, <to> re- <laughs> now that's timing. <laughs> you okay there, GP? <laughs> yes. No, uh I went with Terraria. I, I gushed about it. I I got obsessed with it. It was just all-encompassing, especially when lockdown first started because I got to play with my friends regularly, and it was just like being a teenager again except for a teenager who could play online video games with his friends that he couldn't do as an actual teenager, so it was great. Um, no, it just kept on... It was the gift that kept on giving, which is probably what I already said about Stardew, too, but I don't know. It was. It's just enjoyable. It surprised me again because... There's kind of an end game to it. You can keep on going, but the credits, like when you, I want to, I'm just going to say the last boss because there's, you know, there's actual bosses you can fight in that game. When you kill the last boss, the credit, it doesn't interrupt everything. The credits just start scrolling up in the background. And I thought that was just a nice touch. And you play the game like it's Minecraft, you know, and just keep on going, keep on going. And that's cool. Uh, but the fact that there was actually a sense of progression and it's not just build stuff in a you know two D Minecraft as I always thought, it really just blew my mind. So I I went back to it just for something to do to keep myself busy. And the next thing you know, I'm like, I'm making another world. I'm making another world. I'm making like I just I just really really enjoyed it. So it was the 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 time invested for how much I paid for it or however 
maybe somebody else paid for it if somebody gifted it to me. I can't remember, but <laughs> it's well worth it. There used to be a website out there where you could go and like it would factor in when you got the game as potentially when like what the game was priced and it would count how many hours you spent playing it and tell you how much value you spent per hour. Wow. I don't know if it's still around. I haven't last time I looked at that was 8 years ago or some nonsense like that, but I'm sure it's got to still be a thing. Yeah, but MMOs have an unfair advantage for that. And I I wouldn't agree. Do they though? Because you also have a subscription with those usually. Yeah, that's true. Money-wise, it's it's not hard to get your money out of it. I mean, come on. Pay pay like 20 bucks a month for a subscription even to like old school runescape which is a game that people i mean like people are like what is this you have to pay to play this um all these ones i think you know you get a month out of it and you're playing it steadily you got your money's worth so it's yeah i, I think it's the value the value and the cost for me is more of a financial thing more than actual incentive at this point but i do like bragging saying i got my money's worth when a game costs five bucks i pay it i play it for six hours and then i'm just like yeah that was awesome <laughs> yeah i love terraria we played a couple times again as always i bounced off it but the few times we played it was fun i still remember getting teleported by wolf into that cavern and drowning because <laughs> teleported <laughs> me into the water or you know you'd just be mining and I'd come mining into the cavern you were in, not realizing it, and there comes water coming down to flood That's you. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did that to you like three times, and only one of them was on purpose. <laughs> it's it's a game you play co-op for sure. Yeah, I I don't know. I, it's just a simple thing. I kept on going back to it, and for me, it was just it was surprising because it's been around. I remember playing it in, was it 2012 or something like that, and I was like, eh, no, I don't. I was playing it on 360, couldn't touch it, and had it on Steam for I don't know how long. And when finally I started playing with the games, I was instantly hooked. And I think unfair advantage with co-op games again for me, but that's part of the things I enjoy the most with modern video games is being able to play with my friends because, you know, you guys are on different parts of the world last I checked. Except for Jake. Jake lives in the Nigloo too. I don't know about you. I live in Lower Canada. <laughs> yeah. Not part of that Upper Canada you live in. You make it sound like we're higher class or something. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, you're just in the part that's actually classified as the Great White North. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't remind me. Can we go on to something else? <laughs> it makes you feel better. It snowed an inch today. Yeah. I'll see. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll shovel your driveway for you. Yeah. yeah that's to put like uh, to add a little perspective to Terraria. That's a game that had a lifespan that exceeded not only the time that the game was actually playable, but also the time in development. What was that MMO that everybody was like, oh my gosh, this is the WoW killer. And then they had to go free to play and it was still too late and it died. Pretty much all of them, except for WoW. <laughs> no, there was... EverQuest, Black Desert Online. No, it was a space one. Uh... Terra? Was it Terra? Ultima Online? No, I feel Eve? like it was Star something. Not Star Citizen. Oh. Oh, no, that's that's still not out. I think I know the one you're talking that's about. That's never coming out. It did not last long. Yeah, I, I can't remember what it's called. But, I mean, Terraria's just gameplay lifespan has been longer than most MMOs get, like, and we're talking AAA MMOs, get in terms of, like, development time and then also release window to shut down. <laughs> it's older than a console generation, right? Because that came out on yeah, the 360. It did. It was developed with XNA, which was for the Xbox Live Arcade, I believe. Yeah, that's how I first played it. And then, so it lasted 360, then Xbox One. <laughs> I'm trying to find the Wild Killer on my Mind Palace. I, yeah, I know. I was trying to look it up, too. I have a friend who played it, and he kept trying to get me to play it, and I never did. I mean, there's a few. Most MMOs now are dead, and the ones that are kind of... Mostly free to play. Black Desert's still popular. Eve has is, is always been a separate thing. And then, wow. I, I don't even know how many years that is, but yeah. Ain't nothing killing that except for Blizzard. Even then, people will complain about it, but they'll still play it. Like me. <laughs> <laughs>
Actually, no, I don't complain about it. I'm loving the new expansion. But not game of the year. It's just personal experience. I'm just like, yes, this is satisfying because it's Death Knight related. So I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I, I can't remember the name of that game for the life. Oh, Wildstar. I found it in my mind palace. <laughs> oh. oh, I remember this one. Yeah, that didn't last long at all. Actually, it it looks like it was going for four years. Really? Yeah, wow. it didn't feel like it was that long. Still. that's. <laughs> we could probably do a full episode on failed MMOs. There was a period where I was playing every one that came out for the beta just to try it out. So I played a lot of the ones uh, early 2000s. So if um, if I may real quick, what is everybody's favorite game that they've played this year? <laughs> GP says he doesn't he doesn't troll. <laughs> <laughs> but I do lie, so that's fine. I am curious to hear what our listeners goaties are this year though. And and do remember we we do things differently around here. <laughs> So it's it's your favorite game that you got into this year, not necessarily that released this year. Yeah. Yes, so hence, Double Dragon for the Sega Master System is a viable option and respectable one. Provided that's the only game you've played this year, yes. <laughs> okay, look, asshole. <laughs> you got to play this game and find out why it's my personal game of the year for 2020. Wait, 2019. 2019, right. Wait, yeah, 2019. <laughs> Clearly it's a great game because we're still discussing it, you know, 366 years or uh, days. I bought an arcade stick. I put in 200 bucks because I wanted a controller that I could do better in that game. <laughs> that it worked. better be something, game of something to me. <laughs> game of the investment of the year. Yeah. Uh, that said, we only have a few days left that I can do this. Happy birthday, K-Biz. Happy birthday, K-Biz. Happy birthday, K-Biz. You guys are great. I love that we're we're here again. I can't believe it's already been a year since our last game of the year outing. So here's looking forward to 2021. You guys are great. Fuck yeah! Thank you for being along for the ride with us. Are you, are you talking to me or are you talking to the people listening? I, I'm talking to the people listening. Okay, yeah, not everything's about me. You're right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you were one of the people driving. Is that why we haven't gotten anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> why are we still in this roundabout? <laughs> right, yeah. Because I love Zimbabwe. Chill. We love you, Zimbabwe. Did you see it? He turned left. All right, guys. Y'all are great. Any complaints, please send them to care of the retrotherapy. Underscore. At <laughs> underscore. <laughs> By retro. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> there you go. All right. Like, like uh, Werewolf said, though, anybody who wants to get involved in this, please... Join our Discord, tag us on Twitter, tag us on any of the social media, or email us. I mean, if you want the snail mail for me to read it, then I'll read it. I'm just saying. I like postcards. I haven't gotten one of those since I was like 11. So either way, get in on the conversation. We'd love to hear from you, and we always do. Yes. What he said. <laughs> Stop now. Do we tell people where they can yes. find us? Oh, shit. We don't have to. Find me at twitch.tv slash Pulse 109. P-A-L-S-H 109. Fuck. Okay, now I'm done. (laughs) That was GP from the Retro Therapy. No underscore. No underscore. You can find him at twitch.tv slash the Retro Therapy. Where can we find Sick Jake? I'm curious. But but now GP can say, starting next year, you can find me as of 2020... At Retrotherapy, no underscore. Underscore free as of 2021. Oh, my God. <laughs> you make it sound like it's herpes. I've been without an underscore flare-up. Is it going to come back? <laughs> God, I hope not. Look, every 60 days it can change. That's all I'm saying. It can make an appearance. And I'm Sick Jake. You can find me on Twitter. And by this, by the time this episode comes out, I'll probably be on Twitch again. I bought Dark Souls. And I mean it. I'll beat it this time. Oh, no, save it for after the new year. That way you can just, we can know what your game of the year is going to be. <laughs> well, I do have at least one game beaten, right? Fuck you, Kirby. Fuck you. It's been a big year for you, Sick Jake, with that. That's great. I was going to say, and I'm Werewolf, W-A-R-E-W-U-L-F-F. Search me on Google, tell it you meant it. 
That's how you'll find me. Love nice. <laughs> I love how that's part of the tagline now. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I, it, I happened upon it one time when we were doing this, and I, it just stuck out with me. I loved it. <laughs> I'm thinking about changing the channel name again. <laughs> you got to look at the audiogram. I, I totally put a hype. Yeah, there. I can't believe I, I, I've looked at it. I, I was so taken aback when I saw that the first time. I'm like, this is beautiful. Okay, I'm stopping the recording. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Special thanks for music. Go to Arthur the Last Ancient on Spotify or The Last Ancient on Bandcamp. For more episodes, please visit our website at pressbtocancel.com. As well, feel free to like, comment, and subscribe at Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, or anywhere else you'd like to listen to your favorite shows. As always, thank you. This has been... Press B to cancel. <laughs>